Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Pro Wrestling Network with Saul and Fozimondo. Hoping this is the third time, lucky. Yep, that's a lot better. A lot better. <laughs> it's not great, but it's a lot better than what it was. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> and it it might dip at points, but you have to kind of try and keep it as loud and as clear as possible because sometimes the software decides to have a bit of a hissy fit. But we will we will do our best. So first up we're gonna speak about Bound for Glory. Yes. And I'm so hyped for this, my friend. I am so damn hyped for this. But before we were cut off, I was wanting to talk about Rosemary. Yeah. Now, it's been a long time. I think that she's going to come back and spit mist in Kaya's in um, Sue Young's face or something. Like Sue Young's gonna try and get involved in the tire match, and then Rosemary's gonna come running down, spit mist in Sue Young's face, like her mist, and then like hit her with a DDT on outside, and crawl back up the ramp. Do you think it will be in a saving situation with Ali? Maybe. Because, oh, yeah, because Kiva's been putting the, has been putting the coffin, aren't she? Yeah, and Ali swore she'd never let that happen again, and she seems to be, you know, treading back to the darkness. Yeah. This past Thursday, that was what it seemed like. True, true. So hopefully Rosemary comes out, comes back. To to me, Ali's confliction backstage, it, it seemed like they were bound towards, you know, the bunny is starting to feel the darkness again. Yeah. And that could be the essence of Rosemary in there, but I, I just miss this girl for so many reasons. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, the theme music, the gimmick, uh, she ain't she ain't bad to look at either. Let's yeah. be honest. We ain't we, we ain't sexist pigs or nothing like that. But let, let's pay that spade. You know? Yeah, but if she's good looking, she good looking. We're not gonna, gonna deny it. To try and um, pander to the PC brigade, we're probably gonna get slandered for this. I'll shut down. But oh uh, well. Yeah, probably, especially since you know the new series of Doctor Who's starting tonight, and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. The next thing I want to talk about is Jericho down to Glory. Do you think it's going to happen? If so, how? It's. To me, if it happens, I mean, I'm going to mark out, but it has to be something to do with Callis. The yeah. connection. I'm saying that. I pray that. I pray this didn't happen. But if Aries returns, 
Aries character is proper, then you've got nobody. You can't send anybody after me. Uh, that kind of promo, then Kyle's come back with, do you think you're the only person who has friends? Judas kicks, Judas hits, Jericho comes up on the swan, the whole place goes psycho. And these are New Yorkers we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Fans that know how to blow the roof off. Yeah. So it's all going it could work very well. Very, very uh, well. It would be something very remarkable. And, you know, I don't care what they say, it was an indie event, but he broke what he said about not wrestling in the United States at all. And, I mean, to me, that's technically a break. Yeah. So, why not? Yeah, definitely. Jericho has, uh, you know, if if more wrestlers who had made their name in the WWE were like him, yeah, we would be going back to the the rest the boom period of the nineties when there was so much. But yeah, and saying that, I'm not saying it's just Jericho. I mean, we are in the biggest boom period since that time. Since the nineties, since WCW. Since like the Super Show of New Japan, back in the late eighties, early nineties, the territories, all of that, it's like a new age territories. With all the different companies, it's like the new age territories. No, but let's not kid ourselves. Nobody will be as big as WWE. No one. I mean, be, I've been an Impact fan since pretty much inception. But since you know, when Dixieland hit and they tried to be the WWE, it, it was their downfall. Yeah. And no one wants that. We want an alternative, and that's what the callous, the more regime has gave us. Yeah, they've given that back. We've got it back to where it was, because Demar's been there since early on. Demar's been in and out of that company since inception. Since in Canada days. Yeah. So, if you could go back to a faction system like MLW does, who would you have in what group and why? Main event mafia. Okay. Who would you have in Main Event Mafia? Oh, that's a tricky question. It depends on, you know, are we talking Babyface Mafia or Heel Mafia? One of each. One of each. Yeah. Max of five people. Eddie's Alliance would definitely need to be in there somewhere. Yeah. He's got... The Aries is doing some of the best work he's ever done. He's got Moose. Moose is surprisingly working out well as a heel. And then yeah. there's Killer Cross. It's got to be considered. Yeah. It's most definitely one of the most destructive trios. 
to be honest, OVE work well. But when are Dave going to stop being a lap dog yeah. squash match jobber machine? I'm really getting... I love Sammy, I love OVE, but when are they going to get back in that tag team title picture? Yeah. Or make a trios title so that all of them can at least hold a title. So then all of them are being used. I'm all on board with that. You know what I mean? Impact has the biggest, you know, lucha aura about it it's ever had. Yeah. And there's a, there's a space for a lucha-style tag title. Yeah. Which is the, the trios. Which would work very, very well. Which is, under lucha rules, it's... One in, one out, not necessarily a tag needs to be made. So if so if it's the Lucha Bros and Cage versus OVE, if Jake Chris gets out the ring, Sammy Callahan can just jump straight into it and carry on fighting, which is what I like because of the flow, the flow of offence. Um, I, I, to be honest, I'm just really sick of them being Sammy's lapdogs. I, I, I like this hyena persona that Callis and Matthews, you know, they, they're they pushing this, they're hyenas, they're jackals. I like that, but yeah. I don't like them being specifically Sammy's jackals. Yeah, just like hyenas to anybody. Just like vicious hunt and hunting animals. Like they're always on the hunt. Yeah, they, they should be more of a pack, and I agree. Sammy is the draw, and that group, he's the big singles draw, but it's a big waste of a great tag team if it keeps going down this road. Yeah. And yeah. then we have so much to talk about. There's Moose and Eddie. Oh, that needs to be a thing about for drama. That, that needs to be a legitimate extreme rules beat the piss out of each other match. And I have to say this as much as I love Eddie and he could do it when Moose needs to go over. Because you know I, I disagree. Moose doesn't need to go over. Not necessarily need to but I, I think it would be more in fairness, you know, I mean, he's taking on this new heel persona despite being red hot as a babyface at Slammiversary. And he needs something at the big event. <laughs> yeah. But of course, I'm not I'm not saying necessarily if Eddie wins, that's good too. Yeah, without a doubt, it would be a good thing for Eddie to win. Right, so let's move to the bigger pro wrestling picture instead of no just bound for glory. Okay, I'll follow your lead. Okay, so as you said, if we're looking at all the companies, would you say the quality of wrestling is higher than what the Eases. 
it's, it's a tough question. And, you know, if anybody was listening to this, Fozzie Mundo is a gigantic impact mark. That won't change, but I am just speaking facts right now. The Callis regime has brought impact to a new level. Yeah. Truly redefined. Pentagon Junior, Brian Cage, Eddie's cutting some of the best stuff of his illustrious career. Yeah. So much raw talent in there. I've got to see Impact Wrestling, my friend. On a landscape, the same for MLW. They are of the same kind of quality of Impact. Each week, out of the four matches they put on, at least two of them are wars. No matter what. Last week, it was the backstage brawl between Havoc and Callahan. That was an absolute blood war. That could have been a bloodbath. Then, an actual bloodbath. That is a match and a half. That is a war. Um, Phoenix's mask got pulled off, which led to him losing. But they both put on a war. They both knew what it meant. Selena Delevante is the perfect bitch. Excuse my friend. She's the perfect snider, underhanded, cold. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I'm not as familiar with the promotion as yourself, but we were talking about it today, and I want to check more of it out. Yeah, um, she, she's very cold and calculated. Every move she makes is business-based. You know what I mean? Everything she does is for the simple reason of what's gonna, what she's is making her dollar sign for her company. She's supposed to be like a proper like kingpin rich lady who promotes fighters. And there's a storyline man. Is that what you're saying? About like a about a, a smart Steph? She's no, she's more ruthless than Steph. <laughs> Steph, she makes Steph look like a little girl. Ah, she has a little girl. You know what I mean? She makes... It's just the way she carries herself. And I'm not here to bury anyone, but it's, it's sort of an obvious joke, you know? <laughs> it's got off the... Anyway, they get enough coverage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, moving on, moving on. Um... There is, uh, you know, the fantastic Lucha Underground to speak about. Now, I can only speak about the match quality because their storylines are traditionally Lucha and are very hard to take seriously. And when something in pro wrestling is hard to take seriously, you know it's out there. (laughs) (laughs) For real. Sometimes, like, I'm not watching much of season four because it's not the old temple. And it's it's lost that close feel to me, that close, tight, dark, 
underground fight club for you? Yeah, I know what you mean. I suppose that's a price you pay for more coverage and getting your name out there. They're definitely a formidable brand now. But, you know, the talent there is, is wicked. It's just, you know, I know it's Lucha style. We're not on here to bury any promotion. It's just, it is very, very hard. Yeah, sometimes, but the matches that they put on are second to none. Absolutely. 100% agree. Uh, yeah. We could... So- well, we're in October now. There's still a lot to go, but we could just reflect on what a great year it's been. Just all over. 2018 for pro wrestling. From 2017-2018 for pro wrestling is like what 1994 to 1996 was. Exactly, except Vinnie Mac isn't buying up piece by piece. Yeah. You know what I mean? Quality-wise and option-wise. Well, there, there is so many alternatives. I mean, anyone listening to this could relate to what we're talking about. We're talking about Impact Wrestling. We're talking about All In. We're talking about New Japan and so much more. And the boom's proven because how can two wrestlers, well, three all put a show together with their own funds, fill a stadium and pull the show off. 15,000 damn New Yorkers for a self-promoted event now. That is something very special. And I wonder, you know, there's been talk of all in too, but I wonder how many wrestlers, you know, cult favourites like Pentagon Jr., Sammy Callahan, have they got it in their heads to do something similar? I... Mm, no, because Cody would probably freaking... Cody's a millionaire. Yeah, I know, but he's a, he's a pretty cool guy. Yeah, I know. But I'm Pretty saying cool. he would probably sue the shit out of Pentagon if you tried anything like that. Well, in fairness, you know, Pentagon should have sued Jericho. <laughs> but no, well, I suppose I would be very excited for all in too, but Cody has shown and has his mark on the wrestling world cannot be understated. That guy has went out and proven you don't need the WWE to yeah. be back. Without a shadow of a doubt. You know what I mean? He's got two homes, four dogs, a beautiful wife on his arm, a Corvette. You know what I mean? He is rolling in it. And thank God no more stardust. I just had to get that off my chest. <laughs> But he's, the, the man is a class act. He really is. He only did that for his father. And then the WWE forced him to carry it on after his father had passed. And oh. I did it for my dad because I wanted him to team with my brother. But apart from that, no, I don't want to do it anymore. 
it was it was I heard them on Talk as Jericho a couple of months ago and you know he was into it at first he you know he, he was thinking maybe it's something I can make work but then it just got ridiculous and again I know we keep treading back to old WWE stuff or not trying to bury anything in particular it's just so it's so great to see him get the recognition if he yeah. deserves Without a shadow of a doubt, without a shadow of a doubt. He's a proud. He'd be proud. Yeah. Um, what would... Right. If you can make any changes to Impact bringing any new titles, like a proper mid-card one or whatever, but I personally think that they're using the X Division more than the mid-card, but not as a cruiser. Extra version is, uh, I'd agree, it's, but it's also the signature. Yeah. It's exit. Whatever you think of the brand, you can hate on the brand, but you can't deny the history of that division. Me and you have spoke about this, though. I would personally promote a Global Wrestling Network title. Yeah. Just because then it can be with any part in the promotion that can be defended in. Against anybody. Anybody. And it's not uh, a, and it's not an own title by impact. It's or being a way a bit like the NWA owned by its major shareholders. I completely agree. And you know, my idea of it would be what the intercontinental title was in the nineties. Most of the time when the guy won that you knew Okay, this guy's got a rocket up his keister. Yeah. Like, say, if Johnny Impact, when you open the app, he's the cover boy. So, if he doesn't win the world title, that'd be a perfect belt for him. It would be a perfect stepping stone and also I think it'd be great promotion for the Global Wrestling Network. Yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt. Because there's card guys a part of the GWN brand that that could elevate that title massively. Without a sh- yeah, definitely definitely. It, there's so many ways to book things now with impact. Because of the talent pool they have. The talent pool is like no other. No one can outbook Don Callis, in my personal opinion. No one. You could have Paul Heyman with an unlimited budget and you ain't outbooking Don Callis. Just because Don's got an eye that some people just don't. Don has, his, has a mind that others don't. It, he has just been, you know, I rave about him constantly. I probably get, it probably sounds annoying at times, but that guy came in, not only did he redefine this promotion, not only did he bring it from the cusp of death, but he solved the issue of being the perfect counterpart to Josh Matthews. Yeah. We went through, you know, Sanjay Dutt tried his hardest, but that man is not a commentator. Yeah. And he was horrible. He was horrible. Yeah, and then you had before that you had good old JB, and 
the problem was he and Matthews were just too similar. Yeah. This like there were no heel and no faith. Whereas Callis is kind of like the heel commentator. Yeah. He's sort of no, I, I'd seen between us. It can it can be very funny, you, you know. Sit there and go, really, Callis? Do you just come out with that dude? <laughs> really, dude? Really? You just came out with that? Oh boy! All I can see is if his friend Jericho does come at New York and the Melrose Ballroom. Callis will think of the greatest way to bring him in. I've no doubt. I think it's going to be at the end of the night, lights go down. Everybody's think, And then there'll be a video like he did in New Japan. And he might be sat... Next thing you know, he walks you through the curtain with a bottle of whiskey in his hand and a microphone. Perhaps even a guitar. He's not a guitarist, though. Yeah, true, but I mean, you never know with Chris Jericho. He's a jack of all trades. True. Just in his band, he's the singer. Yeah, <laughs> well, I suppose, yeah, I'm a bit wrong there, but I just, you, you never know with Chris Jericho, the man is so innovative. I mean, not only, he's a WWE legend and he's wrestling New Japan. He made a big impact, no pun intended, all in. He's a singer. He he was one of the biggest influence in Callis taking over impact. And the, there's the Jericho cruise. The guy booked a freaking wrestling show on a cruise. I was just about to come to that. I really, really, I was hoping that it gets recorded and put on Twitch or something in bits because I really want to see Team Impact versus Bullet Club. I love every man in both teams. The fans winning that match. Same for Mighty Skill versus Sammy Callahan. The fans winning that match. It's like the dynamic that's been built because of that cruise is second to none. Nobody, Nobody has ever thought about putting a wrestling show on a cruise. Everybody would think he's insane. That what the hell are you doing even thinking that would work? But it has. Jericho, 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 no matter what, can do whatever he wants, and he will succeed at it. Exactly, my friend. But I was just saying now, you know, Einstein said insanity is just one step away. (laughs) (laughs) High intelligence is just one step away from insanity, and that's what you've got in Chris Jericho. You think that man can't go and outdo himself, and then he does, and then you go, right, what else can he do? He then goes and books a freaking cruise. This is like the uh, this is like wrestling's version of the Avengers on a boat. <laughs> I mean, you're bringing all these different federations together, and it's just it's just absolutely fantastic. 
the only you know the only downside for us fans is that there isn't any televised coverage to speak of, but hopefully we can get something sorted, surely. Hopefully, it's not live, but it is being recorded, hopefully. Hopefully there is a couple of cameras. So, yeah. Is there anything else you would like to to speak about? Well, we started with Bound for Glory. Let's speak about the main event. Johnny Impact is challenging the champion, Austin Aries, for the World Championship. This will be Johnny Impact's second go at the World Title at the last uh, second, uh, second consecutive. And I believe that he didn't deserve it the first time. Hear no, me out. because he was just an Eli that long. Yeah. He just turned up at the company. He shouldn't have. He shouldn't have won it. Now he's been here a year. I mean, but yeah, I absolutely agree because I believe I don't care who who you are. You cannot just do a Hulk Hogan and come in and take over. You know, yeah. and and don't don't get me wrong. I bet. Oh, I mean, what's he going by these days? I don't know. I mean, Paige, if you're listening, girl, good on you. <laughs> but what had an impact was make sure that Johnny Impact didn't win the World Championship but I didn't come off with a loss either yeah which so, kept yeah. him strong which kept him strong and he's been strong even that loss at Redemption to the Champeries he hasn't there was that incident with Congo Kong, but since he's came back at Slam Aversary, he's looked strong. And really? as I was talking to you about before, um, he's he's won a lot of illustrious titles. He has never won an American World Championship. But mm, that's slightly uh, incorrect. He did win the ECW, if I remember rightly. Uh, again, that was Revival. Okay. I love ECW. That was not ECW. Okay. That was, that was Vince McMahon's animated ECW. Yeah. Definitely. It wasn't it wasn't the right ECW. It wasn't it was just a car crash, to be honest. And you know, you had Paul Heyman taking full responsibility. I don't know how he can take full responsibility. Vince was his editor. <laughs> I'd be like, if I'm in that position, I'd be like, Vince, for that entire mess, you're taking the fall. My name isn't going into it. I'm having nothing to do with it when it sinks. Keep my name out of it. That's what I'd be saying. And I just want to be clear, I'm not discounting what Johnny Nitro, John Morrison did. Um, he won many great championships, had a lot of great matches, but he never quite got that push that his talent yeah. should have got him there. Like, over in Mexico, he won three belts in one company. He's a lucha king. That's... Yeah. He won the Triple A Crucella Championship. The, 
yeah, the triple Latino Americano and the triple Mega all at once at one point. He's, uh, I would say he's one of the biggest stars in Lucha. Yeah. And, but, you know, I've been following this guy since I was a little kid and I really want to see him that first major American Federation belt. Yeah. Because he, he's just, he's almost limitless in the ring. And to be honest, he's not young anymore. But he's not young. Come on, looks it. Yeah, but he is in his late 30s. So he needs to just start winning titles and stuff now. Because with his style, he's not going to be around for much longer, in my opinion. He could have a point, but of course, I mean, he could reinvent. Everybody thought, thought the same about AJ, and he's, what, 42? And he's still going. Oh, well, the match, I mean, Super Showdown, I watched some of it, and without a doubt, AJ and Joe were the best match on the card. Yeah. But the rest of it was a mess. Yeah. Uh, what has happened to Asuka? I mean, <laughs> my God, what have I'm they done? I'm not going to lie. I went, I, went, I went to the toilet while that match was on. It's it's just such a waste. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe they've got something up their sleeves. I don't know. But since WrestleMania, that lost to Charlotte. She just, I mean, Carmella was saying she's the broke NASCAR and Button hasn't really proven her wrong. Yeah. No, I mean, the, the bookers haven't exactly done anything to make us think otherwise. The bookers have kept it the same. The bookers haven't changed anything. The bookers need to listen to the fans because believe it or not, sometimes we know what we're on about. Not always. No, don't say that if we're talking about the WWE, no. No, I mean, apparently a million booze equals push. So maybe (laughs) we need to give them a million cheers to people we hate so then people we hate might actually stop getting pushed. Yeah, and, you know, let's address what I've just brought up there. I've just brought up uh, the big dog. But it's not really the fault of Reigns. It's the the fact that he has he's been made to be a John Cena bootleg, and that's the truth. Yeah, but and Vince loves his big roided man. He likes the roided up, wet, tall physique. I just, I wish you would stop all that, um, you know, that big howling stuff. <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! Master friend, you are not Sting. You are not a nature boy. Stop acting like a child. Wrestle, stop acting like a dog. Okay. <laughs> We're going a bit off track, but... You know, we were speaking the other day. Um, when the shield was fresh, Roman was a lot more charismatic and a lot more white. When he wasn't 
like Super Roman. Yeah. He was with his one would be hopping with Renee. And believe it or not, I started out as a Reigns fan. Me too. But, but when they started pushing him to the moon for no reason, I got sick of it. They put me off. Everyone's sick of Vince trying to recreate Hogan or recreate Cena. Everyone's sick of him trying to tell us what we want rather than what we actually want. Yeah. You know, and the only, you know, you could look at the attitude era. The only reason those characters were allowed to be born was because WCW were kicking their ass. Yeah. And they and needed to find something that was going to get the audience in. They had to move away from the cartoonish stuff and, and thus the greatest era in wrestling history was born. But what a lot of WWE fans who like to shit on small promotions don't realise is without that competition, you are stuck with bang average dross most <laughs> of the time. Yeah, it's just- a WWE hater. I've been a WWE fan since the cradle. It's just you have to. Yeah. It's not that I'm a hater. It's become un- it's become unbearable. There's no. It's become unwatchable, unbearable. It's just becomes. I, I don't know. Very it's so stagnant and it's so apathetic. It really needs a push, and we both agree no promotion is going to have the WWE's name brand, but they need someone pushing them. Yeah. And that's because what other promotion can do, they can't beat them financially, and they can't beat the coverage they get, but they can beat them on match quality and try and get people to look at them that way. And not try to be WWE, try to be themselves. Look, Beckham, look, this is what matches we put on. Come and have a look at us. Because the bigger fan bit to build, the more money goes into it. The more money that goes into them means that they can move forward. And believe it or not, one of our parent company is actually richer than what the W... Oh, yes. The Fight Network is, I believe, is more... Uh, it has better finances in the WWE as a larger international pool. Yeah. But, you know, the Fight Network, Nantham Sports, they are not Dixie Carter and they aren't going to spend when they're not getting in there on pop TV. I believe it's a very obscure channel in the States. Yeah. Is like our community channel. Nobody watches it. Nobody wants to watch it, and nobody really watches it. But everybody just takes it as it is. Can't argue with that. It's like it's our version of challenge. To be honest, has every other old rerun show that nobody really gives a damn about apart from one or two shows. Well, it was only it was only reruns of old game shows, but I mean challenge were great UK partners for impact. Mm. Five spike. I disagree. 
Callum is probably the, the worst move that they've made ever in UK TV. No, I, I get what you mean. See, looking, seeing Empire Wrestling every week, a bunch of uh, a bunch of reruns of old game shows was bad, but they made an effort. They got involved in fans' competitions. They showed Slammiversary live in the UK. Yeah. Five Spike have been very silent on a lot of matters. Because Channel 5 is not really their forte. When it comes to their sports. Five Spike, I suppose what I mean is Five Spike should be better partners than they are. They're just a a TV channel. Impact have to do everything out themselves. Well, I mean, I'm not complaining, to be honest. I mean, it's an easy place to watch Impact, especially if you're not a GWN subscriber. Yeah. But um, I I really wish they would promote more. I wish they'd move it back to the 9 o'clock time slot. And that's for the exact reason why I use the GWN. Because I can watch it when I please. You know what I mean? On a Friday, sometimes I watch it at seven, eight o'clock. And if I get home from work, I'm bored. Ooh, I watch Impact. Yeah, well, I, I usually wait. I've got, I've got a GWN, but I usually wait because I don't know. Maybe I'm just superstitious this, this way, but I like to think, you know, every viewer counts, yeah. and of course, there's the Impact. UK page we're a part of yeah. and I like to know and see these things when all the people on that group are seeing them yeah I'm just I just kind of like I, I didn't watch Impact till yesterday <laughs> so any any other final topics we'd like to speak about? How about, uh, I, it's just, I want to talk about women's wrestling right now and just how far it's came. We've we've discussed all in the road to Women for Glory. We've discussed pretty much everything, at least on our first go. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to discuss how great women's wrestling is right now as opposed yeah. to a decade ago. Well, it's always been great outside the WWE. True, but there's... TNA made a conscious effort with the knockouts, whilst SmackDown were doing brown and panties matches. Yeah, I mean, of course, not bad to look at, but when you're signing models to your wrestling federation... Yeah. That's what you've got a problem. Females out there, and back then they must have been disgusted. At, you know how women were treated. Thankfully, I give WWE a lot of credit. They have, especially SmackDown Live, their women's division. Save Asuka's treatment as great. Yeah. But, you know... It's, it's just it's just so great to see especially back in the old era 
there's a few women that were before their time, but the rest of them were models, i.e. Mickey James, that were before her time, Beth Phoenix, um, Caitlin, AJ Lee, Paige, because her mum's a wrestler, not a model. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fun fact, her mum has taken the rampage in training because Paige was trying to come up with a brand new finisher. <laughs> so, yeah, well, uh, and Paige has finished like 30 times. <laughs> I'm going to drop on the head from it. <laughs> oh, I loved, I absolutely love to hear that. But honestly, um, I will send you the interview. There's one where there's both of them on the Blackcraft page because this YouTuber that I watch, she's an interviewer. She also works for the companies. So there's an interview on a company's wrestling YouTube. Then there's one on hers. So, yeah. Here is something I would like to discuss. I think it is time, and I, I honestly think WWE maybe he's not also. I think it's time for Impact to bring back the women's tag titles. What do you think? No, the women's roster in Impact right now isn't deep enough. But okay, okay, I actually agree, but what if a few more additions came in? If another six, seven people maybe came in, I'd consider it. It's just, you know, it, it was so great at the time. And then as much as I loved EY and ODB to finish the knockouts tag titles with those two was... Yeah. It, it just smacked of what was wrong with the old impact era. <laughs> Like, yeah. you know, one step forward, two steps back. I'm going to agree with the landscape of women's wrestling. They are being given the same level of treatment as the guys. They are making the same money as the guys, probably. No matter the big independent ones. Like Kaya. Anyone to prove me wrong, Asuka v Charlotte was the best match at WrestleMania. Mm, agreed. Maybe, I mean, I'm not happy about the fallout after, as I've been very clear about. I love Ask. I think she's a absolute diamond. I think should leave the WWE, because imagine Tessa Blanchard versus Asuka. Or Kana. Or, you know, Rosemary, think about that. Just imagine a four-way women's match. Asuka versus Rosemary versus Taya versus Tessa. Now you're talking. That would be an absolute war. The, the road of our hell will be spun round into an armbar. Um, it would... The Hammerlock DDT would probably mean that Asuka would grab the arm, like spin back out of it, and drop Tessa on her arm. It would be a flowy match, because then for could come work. Even, I absolutely agree with you 100%, my friend, but 
even just Asuka versus Tessa Blanchard, I believe those two could put on a five-star match. Yeah. And and Tessa's attitude, Tessa's, and I'm a Blanchard, what are you going to do about it? I quite like that attitude. I like her. I like her attitude. I do. I think. I think she pulls it off very well. She carries this self-entitled self, but she does it in a way that isn't lovable. If yeah. you know, what I, you know, she's uh, just been such a revelation. I mean, it looked a bit strange when Madison Rain went to honour, and yeah. we we we've discussed this off forum. Yeah, I honestly think it's got to be that Josh Matthews was pulling some strings because that made zero sense to me. <laughs> yeah, like hmm, Taya suddenly been kicked out of, title, out of the title picture. Like <laughs> Taya and Rosemary have just been kicked out of the title picture for Madison Rain. What? You what? know. I- Madison is great. We love Madison, but her time at, at the top of Impact Food Chain is done. Yeah. And it, it, it just... There's a lot of wrestlers that I don't have the top of promotion. There's a lot of wrestlers that I don't have the top of promotion, but they're still there. Undertaker, Cena, Lashley. Um... What's happening with Lashley these days? I mean, I'm genuinely starting to think for real that Brian Cage chased him to Raw. <laughs> for real. I hope, I hope he's not listening, you know. <laughs> you know, he's a big guy. <laughs> but I genuinely think that Brian Cage was the one true adversary that he thought, I can't hack him. If I take my world title back and he come for it, he's going to rip me apart. Just because Brian Cage moves so quick for a big dude. Brian Cage shouldn't move the way he moves. End of story. He is a genetic freak. He is a mutant. He is the next Avenger. How can he do it? Like, like yesterday, Phoenix was on top of the world. Brian Cage does a moonsault from the second turnbuckle into Summit. Then Phoenix does a four fifty into him, and it's like, wow, he's two hundred and seventy five pounds. It's like, chill, pack it in, stop it. You shouldn't be able to do this. Um, he has the extra version personified, and that no limits, no limits. Samoa Joe carried that top for a long time. He was that, and I know they're very different, but he was that big man who shouldn't have been able to fly about the way he did. Yeah. Brian Cage is just... I was just looking at some old Samoa Joe matches the other night. They're just having a flick through, just a bit bad. And I found one, the Necro Butcher versus Joe. I have never seen such a shoot match in my entire life. Thought it was that shit. No, a shoot match. Shoot. Okay, I knew something was off. Huh? I've never <laughs> seen such a shoot match in my entire life. 
Them two shot on each other. Them strikes were for real. Joe was full-blown punching him. By chance, a female on commentary because I used, on the old Fight Network channel, I used to watch Joe... Uh, I forget the name of the promotion, but it was mostly Chops. Yes. Yeah. 100% legit. Yeah. When Joe chops you, you feel it. Well, just Joe, come... Just push the shit. Yeah. Just you know, that, that makes Claire Lynch look like a great storyline. <laughs> right, just to, just to wrap things up, um, what would you say the final thing like the, the final final thing and to our fans thanks for listening what is the one thing you want to leave with the fans we are just like you we love this business we don't mean to shit on anybody but we're guys with a good sense of humour yeah. we want to doing this uh, we live and breathe this business, as you can probably hear. Yeah. We'd very appreciate your attention, and if you do, thank you very much for listening to us. Um, yeah, thanks, guys. This will be shared in a few places, um, probably like Spotify, Sound Mixer. There's a few places that it's set to go to, so mainly the Anchor app for definitely will be up to date. Next few weeks or so, it will be distributed to other sites. We hope you like and enjoy this. Um, tell your friends, share us, um, get back to us on the Facebook group for Wrestling Network. Um, if so, if there's anything you want to talk about, or if you want to inquire about coming on the cast, just just inbox me on Facebook and we will get something set up. All right. We'll always listen to our fans, that I guarantee. Pardon? We will always listen to our fans. Yeah. We, If the fans want us to talk about something, we'll speak about it. If the fans want something contributed, we will, we will do it. If the fans want an article writing, we will write it. This is isn't just about us. This is about everybody. As Cody says, the WWE doesn't own pro wrestling. We don't own this group. Everybody owns our group. Everybody owns this wonderful business that has given us so many memories, so many beautiful memories. So, this is us signing out. Peace out, guys. Stay safe. No, I hope you enjoyed, guys. All right. Peace out. Bye.